Backcosting is like a massive amplifier of the insights that it's going to give you. The struggles we have is we ask ourselves, are we quoting our jobs profitably? You ever think about that? The last job you just quoted, are you sure that you quoted it profitably? Are you sure? What backcosting allows us to do, which if we don't do, we're going to be blinded in, are the guys starting the jobs off properly? Are they running the jobs properly? Are they finishing the jobs properly? Guys, make sure that you're doing backcosting. Starting off with making sure you're costing with a template, with a tool that's worked, that's proven. Make sure that you're getting the right level of detail at the front end of quoting the job so that when we look back at the job, i.e. backcosting, we can actually know what actually happened versus guessing. Hey, Rockstars Andrews Houston here with a amazing No Bullshit podcast. Uh, this is going to be a game changer for you guys. If you're interested in really, you know, leveraging, maximizing um, your ability to quote profitably and know what's actually going on to plug the leaks in your bucket of profit, you're at the right place. So welcome to another No Bullshit podcast for contractors. Guys, we're going to be talking about two words right now uh back back costing back costing is probably one of the biggest biggest i guess you say game changers when it comes to your ability to look at you know how you're going to maximize and optimize your profits and when i say that it's i, I said a very high level and i'm saying a really high level because back costing is like a massive amplifier of the insights that it's going to give you. Let me just give you some of these insights. So I'm going to go with some of the struggles you might have and some of the insights. It's, it's not some uh, of the insights it might and what it's going to give you. The struggles we have is we ask ourselves, are we quoting our jobs profitably? Like, have you ever think about that? Like the last job you just quoted, are you sure that you quoted it profitably? Are you sure? You know, when we look at even going deeper in quoting it profitably, did we quote the right amount of materials? Did we quote the right amount of labor? Did we account for all the miscellaneous things? It could be getting permits, you know, things of that nature. So that's just on the quoting side. Then we look at the actually getting the job done side. What back costing allows us to do, which if we don't do, we're going to be blinded in, is are the guys starting the jobs off properly? Are they running the jobs properly? Are they finishing the jobs properly? Like, you know, it's so often that we, I meet a, a contractor and they go, man, I'm not making the profits I want to. And I go, well, do you back cost? They go, what's back costing? I'm, and I'm like, well, it's looking back on the job and going, what actually happened versus what was it that you predicted? It is so insightful. All right. So I want you guys to realize how powerful back costing is. I'm going to show you a little bit about what it is that we do and the tools that we use here at Profit for Contractors that there's a sequence that you've got to go through, but I cannot stress enough the importance of backcosting, okay? It's going to allow you guys to understand exactly where the leaks in your bucket of profit are. Now, when you do backcosting, I'm not bullshitting you. It might be a little bit overwhelming in your aha moments. You might be like, oh my God, I'm not quoting in, uh, enough uh, time on these jobs. Oh man, it's, it, it's going to determine which of your crews are the most effective and most efficient. It's going to tell you guys, seriously, think about this. It's going to tell you which are the types of jobs you need to be focusing in on, which are the types of jobs you shouldn't be focusing in on that are make, not making your profits versus the ones that are maximizing profits. It's going to help identify who are the class D deadbeat clients that we got to get rid of, 
versus the class A's. It's going to help us optimize and maximize, you know, our actual process in our quoting. It's going to help us give insights on how we can really adjust the different um, areas of our quoting process. Um, it's going to allow us to go, you know, are we covering off enough um, on our margin and how we quote the job, not just on what we put on the material on the labor, but are we counting for our fixed overhead expenses? Like guys, I just went through like five or six different things. This is what this one exercise is going to do for you. So back costing is huge. Let me just show you a sneak peek. You might be like, okay, Andrew, how the heck do you do this? I'm just going to be super quick with this. It's going to be a short little podcast. One of the things that we have guys that we want to look at is we want to have a tool. Now you might have uh, your own version of this, but regardless, let's not overcomplicate this. I'm just going to share the one, you know, one of the many tools that we have here at Prof for Contractors super quick. So to begin, we got to be able to compare how we quoted the job to what actually happened. And in doing so, there's a couple of different phases. So really quickly, it starts actually with how it is we articulate and break down the, the actual quote itself. How we, you can call the quote an estimate. If we're not including these areas, then when we go to back costs, we're not going to be able to see what it is that we need to see. And what do I mean by that? So simple, simple tool, guys, okay, is we want to be able to identify very clearly what are the specific materials that we're using, what are the unit costs of them. Guys, we want to make sure that we got the right labor costs. We want to know, you know, from an operational perspective, overhead perspective, what do we got to look at? as far as your, your labor burden, which basically your labor burden, which is another tool that we apply, guys. It is a percentage of what you need to add to your quote from an overhead standpoint. So we're talking about your fixed expenses, your, your leases, say it's uh, the lease of the vehicles or the lease of the shop that you're you know leasing, the space that you're in, all those expenses that we have to pay for regardless of us getting the sale. So in this case, just it's, it's in here. This was just an example. You know, for this contractor, it's actually 14%, okay? 14% labor burden, okay? And 14% actually overhead factor. So there's two parts of this, okay? There's overhead factor, which actually I just talked about. Um, so let me just, you know, sort of uh, tweak that comment. And then there's labor burden. So overhead factor, that's what we just talked about, fixed expenses. And labor burden is like, what are the, what are the uh, true costs of an employee? If you think that you're paying a guy 30 bucks an hour and that's it, that's bullshit. There's, you know, what's the CPP? What's the, what's the taxes you have to put on that person? You know, is there, what about the, the cost of the uniforms? What about the cost of the different tools? What about all these different costs associated with the, the late extra labor costs against your hourly uh, rate? Now look at the combination of this. Like, isn't this mind blowing? Imagine if you're this contractor and you didn't know that there was an extra 36% that needed to be added on their boats when we're looking at overhead and also labor burden. Isn't that interesting? So if this contractor was only putting 30 points on his quotes, he wouldn't be making anything. You get this? All right. So it starts off with how we quote the jobs. It starts off with making sure we know what are the other services outside of material, outside of labor, outside of labor burden, outside of overhead factor. Okay. Other services, additional costs that we need to consider. Um, we could consider additional costs from a, a seasonal perspective. Maybe it's good. There's going to be additional costs uh, in the middle of the winter when you got to clear the snow and it takes extra time to get set up. So again, I'm going through this pretty quickly, but 
guys, you can just see just in what we factored in and what we talked about today, without even looking at putting any material or labor costs in, there's a 33% that we've got to account for uh, just between labor burden, overhead factor, not including other services, not including anything to do with labor material. So this is why you got to quote the jobs profitably. Now, here's the thing. Now that we've got this set up properly, what's it allows us to do? It allows us to take this and compare it to what actually happened with material, what actually happened with the labor, what actually happened with the outside services, all these different things. And what this does, guys, is it amplifies our ability to know those areas that we just talked about. It's going to allow you to look back and go, hey, you know, just repeat what I said earlier. Am I quoting the jobs profitably? What are the areas that I'm not quoting profitably from a material, from a labor, from an other, from an overhead, from a labor burden uh, factor? And now we can look back and actually go down even deeper to, okay, what's the specific estimated versus actual of the crews, of the, you know, maybe the different subs, of the different clients, of the different types of work? And this gets you to get laser focused and really give you a differentiator against the competition that is unbelievable. This, if you ever wonder why are people able to quote more effectively, uh, more profitably, you know, how are they able to do these jobs at the level that they're doing it at? This is one of the key factors. It's one of the key recipes that they use. So guys, make sure that you're doing bad costing, starting off with making sure you're costing with a template. You with a with a tool that's worked that's proven, make sure that you're 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 getting the right level of detail at the front end of quoting the job, so that when we look back at the job, i.e., back costing, we can actually know what actually happened versus guessing, versus looking at the freaking bank account and not knowing why isn't it going up, versus sitting down with the freaking accountant once a year, which by the way is crazy. You've got to be looking at your financials minimum once a month. Uh, to go like, where did all the money go? How did I get all these sales? And I still don't have any money, nothing in my pocket, actually less money in the pocket. Maybe I actually owe more than what I owed before. And I've actually worked harder. So guys, make sure you back cost. Okay. If you want more information on this back costing tool, if you want to get insights where we can actually take, you know, one of the jobs that you're working on, reflect on it, use the tool, you know, put it to the test depending upon where, what, you know, whatever level that you're at, you know, some are going to have more info, some are going to have less information, but it's going to give you a level of insight that is just a game changer specific to how you quote jobs, price jobs, do the work, you know, how you communicate with your team, which clients you work with and which ones you don't. Book in for um, a complimentary strategy session specific to the back costing tool. And one of our scale strategists will walk you through it leveraging the insights from it to get you, you know, accelerated going from decades to days and in insights and like get things happening for you. So that come the following week, you know, how you're going to look at your business and how you're going to be able to increase your profits is going to change dramatically. So I'm Andrew Houston here. Uh, every Wednesday, we uh, do a new episode of the No Bullshit Podcast for Contractors. Tune in and get these, you know, get your business toolbox from a, an insight awareness perspective at the level it needs to get the actual tools you need in that toolbox, that business toolbox, and you can do this. Okay. This is especially effective, you know, with the more team players you have, because the more 
you grow your business in all honesty, no bullshit. The, you know, the bigger the teams you have, the more services you have, the bigger geographical area that you cover, it amplifies our ability uh, to go down two paths. One is it opens up the door to create more leaks in our bucket of profit, more chaos, more challenges. Or if you take the path I just shared with you today and you know, get the insights from one of our strategists, it allows you to go down the other path, which is it allows you to amplify and maximize. You know, we, we, we get to optimize and maximize what it is that you currently have. And you'd be amazed at how your profits can skyrocket. And like I've always said, your profits pay for your freedom. So the more profits we get, the more we can have the freedom, the lifestyle that we want out of our business that we got into business for in the first place. So again, I'm Andrew Houston here with another No Bullshit Podcast for Contracts. I'll see you guys on the flip. New episode coming out every Wednesday, and we'll catch you later. Ciao. Hey, rock stars. Thank you for watching the No Bullshit Podcast for Contractors. If you enjoyed this episode, hit the subscribe button. And if you're serious about growing and need help, click on the link below. Myself and my team would love to help and give you the necessary tools so you can take your contracting business to the next level. And remember, dominate, delegate, and deliver.